throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, beautiful soul family, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights, your home for spiritually guided transformation and empowerment. I am your host, Dear James, and I can't thank you so much for joining us live today, where we listen to the unseen, spirit, source, and symphony, and we look at the current energies, we look at the numbers, we listen, we intuit, and we offer the wisdom the actual um, empowerment, the transformation that comes from these gatherings and everything. So again, thank you so much for joining with us live. Um, We have some really, really, really beautiful energies um, that are kicking off. It's closing. We've been talking about the endings and beginnings, this closing of one year and the opening, but it's more than that. It's more than just the year and the calendar year and the close of of 2022 and the the launch of 2023. It's more than that. These are big energies. This is big transformation, and we're going to continue to see this playing out as we move along and everything. So as you're joining us, um, please put in the comments that that you're here, where you're joining from, and Remember, throughout the broadcast as well, we take your comments and questions live and we, I incorporate them into um, the broadcast so that we see how everything's meshing and interweaving the master weaver, us as the guests, and so forth. So let me just kick off with, as you know, we have our current energies and intuitive insights, spiritually got a transformation and empowerment. And I want to bring up, because we're going to start off with these beautiful energies 12 21 22 and just kind of take in these numbers you know for those that are listening and not watching there's a beautiful kind of cherry red christmas red background with white large lettering 12 21 22 and if you notice there's a 1 2 2 1 2 2 We have the ones with the 22 in between. You can see double 22s. When you add 12 and 21, it becomes 33. 33 and 22, two of our most powerful, the most powerful and the most intuitive master numbers. And then that becomes a 55, 55, great abundance. And when you add the additional two from 2022, that two, that becomes a 57. And we and it's known in, in the Yijing, the hexagram 57 is known as penetration, to permeate. Its action is to permeate. And we've been talking for some time. We started season one last year in November with this whole premise of leading with the divine feminine in 2022 and beyond. And how this energy, the renewal of the divine feminine, this energy, that she is returning. She is bringing about her presence again, her her rightful place. She's reclaiming. She's and she's never not been there. It's it's much like the moon or the the high priestess in the tarot. Um, this piece about what's hidden, what is revealed, and now is the time. This is when we all come together. So this is where this energy is coming to the forefront. And we're going to see this in a very uh, profound, beautiful way. And we've been talking about the fact that this energy is to, to permeate us, to flow through us. Not genie in a bottle. We don't, we don't try to stop it. We don't try to prevent it. We don't try to encapsulate it. We allow it to permeate and flow through us. And so why is this a big deal? Well, 1221. So it is the winter solstice. This is in the northern hemisphere. This is the day. It's the shortest day and the longest night in the northern hemisphere. And in the reverse, for the southern hemisphere, it is the longest day and shortest night. It kicks off winter in the northern hemisphere, 
summer in the Southern Hemisphere. And it's been revered. It has been celebrated because, remember, we've been talking about midnight 1221 today, 1221, from midnight tonight to midnight Christmas Eve, 1224 at midnight. These three days, this 22, 23, 24, is where the old sun dies. Literally, the sun um, ceases its declination, its southern decline, and it holds in a constant point for three days. At midnight, so on Christmas Day, the 25th of December, the sun begins its reborn, and it begins its renewal, meaning its northern, its trek up the northern hemisphere in, our, in the sky to its highest point. So this is endings and beginnings, and I just want to um, read to you from uh, the Power Path uh, School of Shamanism. They have a beautiful, it's thepowerpath.com. Um, they do beautiful moon updates and so forth. And this is regarding the summer solstice. Uh, sorry, the winter solstice. You can see that I want to be in summer. <laughs> Radiating, glowing warmth. Yes, um, that is my vibe. But here the, they're speaking about the winter solstice today. And it says, it is important to honor both the light and the dark, endings and beginnings, the inner self and the outer self. Energetically, this time is more aligned with the ending of a cycle and the beginning of a new one than our traditional New Year's calendar. Although we celebrate a new year by calendar, honoring the solstice is a powerful way to ritualize the release of something complete and setting new intentions moving forward. Remember that no matter how things look now, there is always a way forward even if the way is not yet clear. And the unseen, you know, our time, divine time, they're two different times. They're two different. And we've been talking about through Weekly Wisdom and Insights for this past year, they have been guiding us from with the Lady Jacqueline from Human Design, myself from the unseen, from all of you with your questions and comments and input. They have been guiding us towards this yet to be clear, like it's clear, but it's yet to materialize. So here the, you know, this way forward, even if the way is not yet clear, meaning it hasn't manifested itself completely, but it's there. We're aware of it. We have a knowing. The power path uh, continues. Use this solstice energy to anchor your desires, to heal the past, and to be inspired by a way forward that honors your true passions. So this happens, the new moon, and then there's the new moon. So we have today the solstice, the winter solstice. Friday, we have the Capricorn new moon. And they go on to say, so this is the, there's big energies here, and they're happening within two days of each other. We have the, the death of the old sun, the rebirth, the renewal, the ending and the beginning. This time to release, to cleanse, to celebrate, to plan for the new with combined with this new moon, this Capricorn new moon, Capricorn, Earth. It is a cardinal Earth sign. It's going to be tangible. We're going to feel it. We're going to, it's going to play out as we move into 2023. And it says this is a super new moon, meaning that it is close to the Earth, meaning the Earth, uh, the moon is close, um, closer to Earth. And combined with the solstice influence amplifies the boundary between endings and beginnings. Honor what is leaving your life and make room and space for it to leave with ease and grace, forgiveness, compassion, and neutrality. So there's been a lot, personally, there's been a lot of loss, um, family members passing. There's been friends passing. A lot of loss, endings, the leaving of your life. And this making room for what will arrive, what will come in. It's not that there that anything will ever replace that. It's simply that with grace, forgiveness, compassion, neutrality, we are opening ourselves to allow, to, to receive what's coming in. 
There is much energy during this time for deep healing of very old wounds and for turning recent challenges into bids for power, empowerment. Welcome something new into your life, even if you do not know what it is yet. It's like that knowing. It's like be open to the knowing. Be open to receive. Say to Spirit, Source, Symphony, God, Allah, Buddha, say, I am open to receive. Put your arms out wide and be open to it. Mean it. I'm open to the unknown. I'm open to receive what's mine, what's coming for me. Uh, Keep your vibration high so you can attract the very best for yourself that will be the greatest support for your intentions moving forward. So this is the beauty of this beautiful 12-21-22 energy, the winter solstice, 12-23, the Capricorn new moon, this this 33, the 22. And what's really beautiful about this is the day itself, the energies of the day combine to become a 3 but through 12s. So we have the 12 that's constant. When you add this all up, it becomes a 12, so double 12s, which becomes another three. So we have these beautiful 12, utopia. Remember, here's utopia, an imagined place or state of things in which everything is perfect. It begins from the inside out. It's that we're harmonic, that we are balanced, that we are open and forgiving. We're allowing the old to be released with grace and ease and and gratitude while we usher in, receive, open to the new. And just want to acknowledge, uh, welcome Alicia, welcome Kim, uh, Los Angeles and Ontario, Canada, respectively. Wonderful to have you all. Thank you so much. Um, Alicia's acknowledging today would have been the 62nd birthday of a dear friend. We met here in Los Angeles. Rest in peace, Christopher. Yes, see, there's the beauty of acknowledging those who have passed, acknowledging and allowing the um, the beauty of their presence, their indelible print in our lives to be felt, to be honored, to be renewed, to open ourselves to engaging them because Yes, they're no longer in the physical, but they are certainly there in the unseen. And that is a beautiful gift as we as we move through this. And this is perfect endings, beginnings, how we how we migrate, how we transfer. Such a beautiful energy. Um, I want to and, and the main theme, and this was really took me by surprise. So we've been talking endings, beginnings. And remember the train analogy, this, where we've all been on this train that's coming into the station. It's coming one direction, coming into the station. That train stops. Dead end. It's no longer going anywhere. The old energies. You can envision this as a, as a, envision the analogy of this as that it can be anything from how you viewed yourself, your old self, an an end of an era, an end of a time, an end of a way, the Piscean era, the end of belief systems, the end of masks, scripts, titles, entitlements, whatever this may play out, that train dead ends. It's done. And we disembark, we cross the platform, and we embark onto the new train, the Aquarian era, the new us, what is there for us, what we have always believed we could be, that we are, that we will be. Everyone a place at the table, equanimity, equality, goodness, kindness, peace, joy, happiness, ease, all of these beautiful things. And with it, remember, we've talked about this and I'm bringing up the image. You have the golden ticket. New adventures await. 
and look at the numbers on the ticket. Zero, one, two, three, four, beginnings. It's to remember that you have the golden ticket. Remember in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory how Charlie was tested. And Gene Wilder's character, Willy Wonka, was brutal to him. Um, and because he wanted to test him. And Charlie walked away. He said, I'd rather not, if this is what it is, I'd rather not have it. If this is the cost, if this is the price, I'll forego it. Here's your, here's your ticket. Here's your candy. Here it is. And because he was willing to walk away, because the depth of his sincerity, the depth of his character, the depth of his, uh, the depth of his purity, he inherits the chocolate factory. He becomes the heir apparent. This is the golden ticket. This is the train that we're embarking on. This is the new adventures. The new adventure awaits. Here it is. And so it's to remember, because again, it's choice. Life is all about free choice. So visualize, embody that you have the golden ticket. Visualize and affirm, claim that you are going, that you are crossing platform, the platform and going on the new train. Because, and this is the main theme, because that old train is it's a dead end. It's going nowhere. And you don't want to be left on that train. The main theme is crossing the great Rubicon. It came in as crossing the Rubicon. And the phrase comes, it's, it's associated with Julius Caesar, where the powers that be of Rome, the Republic of Rome at the time, um, told him to stand down, told him not to cross this small tributary, this small river known as the, the Rubicon in, in northern Italy. And he defied those orders. He defied the limitation, the lack. And he went forth and conquered. And it irrevocably changed what the, the Republic of Rome. Rome became the empire, the Roman Empire. It forever changed him. It changed his destiny. It changed the destiny of, of the world, of Rome, the Roman Empire, the peoples completely changed. So let's look at Rubicon. A bounding or limiting line, especially one that when crossed commits a person irrevocably. It also means a limit or point that is reached when the results of one's actions cannot be changed. So this is really about depth of character. Faith, courage, willpower, desire, patience, perseverance, choice, and knowing. And, and look at how this can play in our, uh, in our own lives, our individual lives, companies, governments, institutions, businesses. A bounding or limiting line, especially one that when crossed commits a person irrevocably. We want to do so in the most positive way, in the most positive terms. Because to not means that we're committing ourselves to an old way, to a limiting belief, lack, or something. Yet, when we have the courage to step up, to open ourselves, and to invite the new, to usher in the new, to become one with it, so in our individual lives, we take off the masks. We're no longer, yes, by making the choice. We walk through the fire, right? It can be intimidating. It can be scary. However, the point is, when you know it's coming from the depths of your soul, the depths of your being, and you go forth, and it irrevocably changes you, Allow it to be for the better. Allow, allow it because you already you, you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't know it. And you'll also know if it's something negative, if it's a shadow element, 
you'll know it. You'll feel it. And you'll know you're doing it. So these these energies in this time is all about forward movement. And they were talking about so crossing the Great Rubicon. And there and it was the Milky Way. They they the Milky Way kept coming. And when you look at the Milky Way, it's a spiral. There's a lot of mythology and so forth attached to the Milky Way. But in essence, what they were talking about is that we're exceeding it. And remember, we have, we've been, we had this image. And I'm putting up, remember the carousel, the carnival, the, the big tent, the hot air balloons, with the word across the, the main tent, exceeding. And that's what they're talking about here. They're talking about crossing the great Rubicon, the Milky Way, exceeding is about moving beyond what we've known. Moving beyond. So it's like we know what we know until we know. It's moving beyond what we know about ourselves, what we know about our own, our known universe, our known world, our known lives. It is shedding the lack, the limitation, the, the, for the, you know, like with the divine feminine, the, you know, that oppression, suppression, all of that, that old script, exceeding it. Knowing who you are, knowing you are, you are worthy and it is yours and you've got the golden ticket and you are claiming it and you are moving forward. That train is going to places we, we can't even fathom. That train is going somewhere. The other one is not. The other one's done and over with. Um, so the, the beauty of these tie-ins that have been coming. And so they said then, after the main theme, they said, having all you need, all you desire, step into the unknown, the beyond. So they're inviting us, they're encouraging us to shed, to release, to open up, to, and you know, look, it's, it's holiday time, Hanukkah, Christmas, um, Kwanzaa, these times of celebration, these times of gift giving, gift receiving. And they're saying to us, having all you need, all you desire, step into the unknown, step into the beyond, move beyond it all. It's, you can see me, I, you know, I'm beaming from the inside out. I'm beaming, I'm radiating because I know that that's what's on offer. Remember 2023, it's a seven year. It's about, it is the foundation of God's word. It is divine fulfillment and completion. It's deliverance. It's this launch into something that is far more um, actionary. Um, and it, and it, to clarify for everybody, it doesn't mean that we do nothing. It doesn't mean that we don't, what I, what face opportunity, i.e. challenge, you know, I, I like replacing the word challenge with opportunity. Everything's an opportunity. And the more we, you know, the, the more we, uh, release, let go, open, receive, the faster the opportunities, the faster the growth, the movement. Um, the more joyful our lives become. That's because they're telling us having all you need, all you desire. Well, it's already there. We have it. Step into the unknown. Step into the beyond. Um, the second thing they said, these 12, 21, 22, they're talking about this and they said the 12, 21, 22, this energy. And they said, the portal that moves you onward, moves you forward. And then I heard three words, evolution, destiny, deliverance. The portal that moves you onward, forward. And they double underlined the word forward. Again, it's reminding us in each thought, word, action, inaction, statement, are we moving ourselves forward? Are we moving with the times, with 
destiny with the evolution of humanity are we are we embodying the radiance of the golden ticket of the chocolate willy wonka and the chocolate factory the the magicalness of it it's not it's not pie in the sky it's not elusive it does not not exist no that's a double negative um <laughs> it's there and that's what they're pointing out. They've been showing us and demonstrating the choice to move forward. Because otherwise you're, you're stuck. You're on the dead end train. It's not going anywhere. It's done. It's, it's uh, journey is complete. It's done. Now there are going to be those people in our lives that want to stay on that train that think it's not ending, that they think they can drive it backwards and somehow repeat the past, somehow re regain it, retrieve it. Namaste, I bow to the divine in you, is what I would say to them with love and grace and humility. But that train's not for me. That journey is not for me. I'm going this way. And that one, see, it puts a smile on my face. <laughs> Elizabeth is joining from France. Welcome, Elizabeth. She's saying, hello, everyone. What an amazing week. Truly staying centered and keeping things simple. Yes, because remember, this energy right now, it's, it's, this, it's endings and beginnings. So it's standstill. And let me just bring them up. There are main energies for this period of time. 12. The Weekly Wisdom and Insights main energies. So 12 is in the middle. Standstill hyphen release. This is all, And standstill means to listen, to receive, to um, meditate, to allow things to um, permeate because they're going to permeate us so that we release them. Because again, the new is arriving. So in the standstill, in the stillness, we know, we know what to do. Then we just, it's actionary. We just take the steps to do it. Then we have number three. Remember the 12s become a three. And the three, the, in, in the Yijing, it's known as difficult beginnings, difficult at the beginning. And its action is to persevere. Remember, we may not know. We may not be able to see down and around the corner. We may just have the knowing that everything they've been showing us for this, these past 14 months, 13 months, pardon me, is real. We can feel it. We know it. We know that we want it and desire it. And thereby, but it, it hasn't yet come into its fullness. Well, that's the difficulty at the beginning because the three, it's the Trinity, right? It is hexagram one, creative force, married with hexagram two, receptive force, divine masculine, divine feminine, merging, coming together. In the Trinity, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the divine feminine in that sense. And it's the creation. It's the, it's what, it's the new. These energies come together because the divine feminine takes the raw energy, takes the divine masculine, and from that, refines it. It creates it, brings it into manifestation. And as we do that, as in stillness, as we listen and we release and we're beginning and it, we're persevering and it's permeating, we, we are taking our steps. It's like the toddler. It's like, it's like the infant learning to walk. It's like that beauty. And yet what's instilled, what's innate within us is the ability to triumph to succeed, to create. So that's there. And then we're going to see how the overall energy of penetration, 57, hexagram 57, this penetration and its action is to permeate. And so you'll see how these come together. Um, this is that, so we're in this portal. We're in this moment of transition, endings, beginnings, old sun dies, new sun um, arises, renews. Um, we've also, by the way, just had Jupiter move into Aries. Jupiter is the great benefit. I mean, 
like the the planet of our of our universe and it's in aries movement action mars is in gemini it's retrograde right now but at the beginning of the year it moves forward actionary coming into spring it's going to be actionary fall in the southern hemisphere and then and also at the very end next week on the 28th next wednesday Mercury is going to go retrograde in Capricorn. But again, it's Capricorn, Earth. So we have this tangibleness of being able to revisit things, to rethink things, so that we, so that as we move into this new, it's tangible, it's grounded, we're solid, we're centered. So Mercury retrograde retrograde gets a bad rap, but this is this is a good one. I think they're all good, but this is a good one. So this is where the energies are playing for us right now. Um, the third thing they said to us is awaken to the magic within. This is in the tarot, the magician card, the infinity symbol. It's all for um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, symbols. So it's all four suits, if you will, in the tarot. It's the manifestation card. It is the creating. It's known, though, as the magician. Magic. Magical. Believe it. Golden ticket. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The Wizard of Oz. It is a Santa Claus. It is about the energy, the purity of that energy that awakens within us. Magic that creates. And when they said awaken to the magic within, there was this beautiful, it was about these words, spiral, DNA, God code. And then they said in quotes, the missing link. So what this is saying to me is, there is the, uh, the Lucifer is the light bearer, meaning the light bringer. And there was an emerald in the crown. And that emerald fell to earth. Christ is the light. So in this sense, what is being awakened, and each of us in your, in your sternum, it's known as the heart center. It's not your heart chakra. It's in your sternum. And there is an awakening of this magic, this spiral DNA the double helix, this God code, this missing link that will be awakened, ignited, turned on. Again, fanciful, magical, mystical, otherworldly. Yes, I understand. However, also literal. So, because we know what we know until we know. All of life is constantly changing. So this magic, awakened to the magic within, is when it starts happening, when you start seeing it, awaken to it. Don't fight against it. Remember, it's to permeate. It's to penetrate. So as to move us on this new journey. This, you know, there's uh, platform nine and a half, right, from uh, Harry Potter. It's not the regular platform. They take the train. They, they go through the column in the center. They're on that train. And thereby, this missing link, this emerald, that's what's being ignited. The fourth thing was they said, allow it, this magic within, the missing link, the God code, the DNA, allow it to, quote, permeate your being. So allow it to flow through you. Allow it to lead you. Yes, Alicia, platform nine and three quarters. Exactly. It's that beautiful thing of allowing it to permeate your being. See, and remember, Master Jesus said, you know, the, a camel, you know, threading the eye, uh, threading the, a camel threading the eye of, of a needle would have a better chance of entering the kingdom of heaven than somebody than a non-believer in order to inherit the kingdom be childlike so here's all these beautiful examples 
And it doesn't matter how old we are. It doesn't matter that we're an adult. It doesn't not matter how much life has jaded us or broken us down or challenged us or be childlike. See the opportunity. Allow it to permeate you. Allow it to awaken you. Because like Harry Potter, like the Wizard of Oz, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I mean, there's so many, like Pan, like so many of these, they renew our purity. They renew our faith. They renew our possibilities. And one by one, it's like the lights, um, you know, there's a beautiful animated movie, Guard Guardian of the Galaxy, and or I'm sorry, Rise of the Guardians. And literally, it, it has that beautiful thing where the boogeyman is trying to extinguish the light. And all they had to do, one child wouldn't give up and would not give up his belief. And that one child rippled out to rid or cleanse the shadow, the boogeyman, so as for the light to return. That's what we're talking about. Um, welcome, Ava. Welcome, Brigitte. Welcome, Ayan. Um, so number five, and five is about change. And it's a song by Sam Cooke from 1964. And what they said was, you sense, in quotes, a change is going to come. So they're saying to us, you sense a change is going to come. We're aware of this change. We can feel it in our individual lives on the world stage. You can see a change is going to come. The old is dying. It is going away. The new has arrived. We are in this portal that moves us forward. And this song, when, when Sam Cooke wrote it, it was in regards, it was in 1964, and it was during the struggle for civil rights for African Americans. And it was because he had booked ahead, he was a performer, a singer, performer, musician. He had booked ahead a hotel in Shreveport, Louisiana, and upon arrival, was denied the room. We're full. Why? Because it was a whites-only hotel. It wasn't until 2019 that the mayor of Shreveport posthumously awarded Sam Cooke the key to the city and made an apology. That moment of change that we are still, we have still been arcing towards, we have still been working towards. And you can see how that dead-end train, the one that's going nowhere, they're trying to revive it. They're trying to figure out how to back it up and redo it, or back it up and live there. But they can't. It's over. So your choice is to get on the new train. Because you sense a change is going to come. And that change is exciting to some and terrifying to others. So no matter, walk with grace. Walk with ease and grace. Realize that when we encounter a negative, a challenge, the depth of fear, the depth of this new, that is a, it is an opportunity for us not to judge, not to condemn, not to ridicule, but to inspire. To, even if that's ourselves, to realize that we have um, having all you need, all you desire. Step into the unknown. Step into the beyond. Move beyond the lack, the limitation. But bear witness. Because it is our fellow human. It is our fellow. We are in unity. We are one. It doesn't mean become it. It doesn't mean condone it. It doesn't mean get, get down in the mud with it. 
No. It simply means to um, embody the new with grace, afford it. Here it is. Here I am. Here it is. Ah, that's not for you. Namaste. And move beyond. Because that's where we're going. You got a golden ticket. This is a, a beautiful time of success. And before I go into hexagram 57, I just want to show I'm going to show you two quotes because they're they're really beautiful. This first one, and this plays with hexagram 57, this penetration and, and permeate. And it says, when the oak is felled, uh, pardon me, the whole forest echoes with its fall. But a hundred acorns are sown in the silence by an unnoticed breeze. See, be that unnoticed breeze. You don't have to get in someone's face. You don't have to ridicule and oppress and suppress and demean. And that's the that's the the felling of the oak. By a silent breeze, by an unnoticed silence, an unnoticed breeze, a hundred acorns are sown. Just by you being, just by you embodying, just by you permeating, just by you persevering, it ripples out. And it will ripple out far hundred acorns versus one felled tree. And remember here, the beauty of this, this is a quote by Thomas Carlyle. The beauty of this, when the oak is felled, the oak is wisdom. The oak represents, it's revered. The oak is like the tree, the elder, and it signifies wisdom, eternity. And so while they believe they are you know, uh, cutting off dialogue and eradicating books and limiting and oppressing and keeping people from what by felling the oak, a sink, you know, the, and yes, it's heard, right? It's heard throughout the forest. And yet, unbeknownst to them, un, a hundred acorns are sown in the silence by an unnoticed breeze. And it doesn't mean silence, meaning, you know, because they, they say that, um, you know, bad things happen when good people do nothing. It's not that kind of silence. It's silence in the sense of we need not engage that dark shadow element, that which we're, if, is going to fell the oak. We simply go about dropping acorns, planting seeds sharing that embodiment that energy because that's going to that's going to spring up a <laughs> hundred new oaks and lastly before we go into hexagram 57 um is this other beautiful quote it says something very profound is also committed to your success and this is by Carrie Hone with cafe o soul.com i often quote her with her with the easing and so forth her hexagrams Something very profound is also committed to your success. That something, those someones, is the unseen. Spirit, source, symphony, your guides, your angels, your loved ones. They are committed to our success. They are one with us. They are in this just like we are. And they are committed to the deliverance of this divine fulfillment, plain and simple. So this is where we're going. These are the energies. It's, it's really beautiful. I'm going to come into hexagram 57. It's a beautiful way to culminate this, this transition. 2022 to 2023. Not an ending and a beginning. Yes, an ending and a beginning, but it's it's the baton. It's the transfer. It's the transition. And it's a beautiful, beautiful energy this week and, the, and what permeates out from it. Because again, it's the solstice, winter solstice, the new moon on Friday, 
all uh, Jupiter just going into Aries, actionary. Later on next year, um, Pluto's moving into Aquarius. Saturn is there. Saturn's moving into Pisces. There's all these big shifts, big planet movements that are moving us forward. And that is a beautiful piece for us. Uh, Kim is, uh, Ava is saying, mm, this is beautiful. And Kim is saying, I was just writing that the first quote was very profound. So is this one. This is what's on off. These quotes are coming because they're playing. It's, it's be the mighty oak and be and realize the acorns. You are the promise. You are the deliverance. You are the idea. You are the ideal. You are, and they're marrying up with us. They're coming in because we've, we came here to experience this time. That's what's so great about this. And so, yes, we are witnessing a lot of loss, a lot of endings, a lot of transition. People, friends, colleagues transitioning out. The end of relationships, the end of things, people, places, things, the, the end of who we were. Coupled with the opportunity for all that will come, all that arrives, for everything we are. And it's to have that childlike belief that what awaits us is magical. What awaits us is far more than what we are leaving or what's leaving us. And it is not in any way. I have family members that just passed. It's brutal and it's painful. And what sustains me is my joy in what they, what they gave, what they taught me, and how that permeates me and sustains me and build and lifts me. That's what's on offer here. And for those things that leave us, leave, you know, that, that are um, shadow pieces, things that we needed. Allow them to leave with grace so that we move into the new. Um, Ayn is saying, I have heard that this is the time to make wishes for the next year, setting intentions, sending them to the universe and owning what is in our power and what source will provide. How do you feel about this kind of ritual? We were speaking about that. I know you joined in late, Ayn. This is exactly um, the power path uh, shaman school, they were speaking to the fact that as much in terms of we celebrate the new year on a calendar year, but really it's at the solstice. It's at the winter solstice because this is when the old sun dies. The new sun is reborn after the three days. And that this is the time for the, exactly these, these rituals, this renewal. And to be pure about your intentions. Be pure. Do no harm. So what you ask for, what you wish for, what you hope for, in, ensure that it does not um, negatively impact another. Let it be that what is for you, for you, what is already yours, because we're having all you need and desire. Step into the unknown, step into the beyond. But yes, it's a beautiful time to, um, to simply stillness, stand still, to um, Affirm with the universe your your readiness, your willingness to move into the beyond and to the unknown and to receive what is divinely yours. It's a beautiful time to do that. And again, for anybody that's having to release a person, a place, a thing, a job, uh, whatever it may be, do so with grace. Why you leave doesn't matter. How you leave does. Not why, but how. So walk with grace in that, even with, with yourself. It's not why you're leaving your old self. It's how. Or a relationship, or a job, or whatever it may be. But it's the how that matters, not the why. Um, so let's move into hexagram 57. And 
which is to, it's known as penetration. Its action is to permeate. Its hidden influence, 38, opposition, to accommodate. So opposition, challenge, which is an opportunity. And this meaning to accommodate, it means stillness, standstill, stand back. See any opposition. Opposition can be fear. It can be the unknown. It can be leaving a relationship. It can be moving beyond who, we, who we've been to become who we are so as to accommodate that. It's not accommodate as in to acquiesce to, you know, to become the lesson. It's about accommodating so as to transcend it, so as to move through, move beyond. Its underlining cause, 51, shock. So it's thunder, it's shock. So it can be a negative shock. It can be, quote unquote, a positive shock. They're both divine and neutral, but the experience can be seen. So it can be something that's shocking. Why? Because it's to arouse us. Remember, to awaken us, to arouse us, to shake the limb, shake the tree, shake off. Um, you know, they're giving me the image of the trees in the fall, right? They fall, they shake off. The wind, the trees, the earth moves, and that is all shaken off. Spring comes, and there's the arousal, there's the, the awakening, the renewal, and all that new springs forth. Um, and so, there is gentleness and enormous power associated with the hexagram of penetration. Hexagram 57. Like the wind blowing over vast periods of time against a mountain, the smallest influence when applied with a steadfast attitude can break down any, any barrier. See, there's that the acorns. You don't have to fell the oak. You can be the acorns. You can be the acorn. The idea of looking more deeply at a situation in order to understand its less obvious dynamics is also at play. Whether you or someone else has established barriers as protection from intimacy, constancy and demonstrating trustworthy behavior can eliminate them. If someone has their walls up, if someone is in a state of fear, demonstrate the depth of your character. Demonstrate your stillness. Demonstrate your humility, your grace, your goodness. You do that by simply being. And that then will demonstrate your behavior. It will demonstrate your character. And it will eliminate anything. It will erode these defenses. It will open the way. After the hexagrams about reaching an apex and then moving like a wanderer into the unknown, penetration is a message about constant and gentle action and is often referred to as a homecoming. That was so beautiful, you know, when I read that because it's about this homecoming, right? The new, the ideal is the new, is the reality in the new. The deliverance, the foundation of God's word, the sevens, it is this homecoming. It is us returning to our divine nature. It is eliminating all of the shadow stuff. Eliminating meaning purifying, cleansing, releasing, coming back into. And, and think about that when we, when we go somewhere, wherever that might be, like a homecoming. There's joy associated with it. There's anticipation. There's excitement. There's love. It's a homecoming. In some ways, we need not assert anything because there are other forces acting in conjunction with our efforts to bring us to a sense of, of arrival. Remember this quote. Something very profound is also committed to your success. And here, this hexagram is saying, in some ways, we need not assert anything because there are other forces acting in conjunction with our efforts to bring us to a sense of arrival. The extended time period suggested by penetration is like hexagram 5, waiting, and hexagram 32, duration, which all require great patience for reflection and the power to influence in a permeating way. 
No, I'm, I'm, I, one thing I've learned is patience. <laughs> I, I have, uh, that I have learned patience and perseverance. And here it's because it's about the power and the reflection of a permeating way. When we persevere, when we trust, when we just have faith, a knowing, when we know and we keep going, despite the odds, despite what it might look like, we keep going. Why? Because we're going to prevail. It's not persevering and, and continuing when we know it's a dead end, when we know not to do it. When we know, persevere. Allow that knowing to permeate. Allow it to fortify you. Allow it to strengthen and empower you. The hidden influence of opposition can show the barrier you are faced with, and the message suggests that you become more accommodating. See, more be kind to yourself, be kind with others. Doesn't mean condone something. It means be kind with yourself. See beyond the illusion. See beyond the surface. Permeate it. Then you're being accommodating with yourself and others. It doesn't mean you stay if you know to go. The underlining cause, shocking, shock, showed the opposite behavior where events are jarred suddenly from stagnation. This is not the case in this situation, and you are being called to become gently persevering. So see, they're, they're talking to us about it can be these two things, and the shock can be get us to move from stagnation and so forth, but they're also saying to be gently persevering. In this moment, be gently persevering. Move through with grace. Like Sita in the Indian myth of Ramayana, she was captured and forced through many trials to prove her loyalty to Rama. In this situation, you may feel tested to prove your loyalty over an extended period of time. Charlie, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz. The Scarecrow, the Tin Men, the Cowardly Lion. They were all tested. They were all to prove their loyalty, not to another but to themselves, to their soul. Not their ego, not their mind, their personality, but to their soul, a commitment, a loyalty to their soul. This hexagram is formed by the trigram of wind over the wind. So wind over wind. So the message of slow and dedicated effort is doubled. After a period of uncertainty and wandering, this hexagram can show coming home. So I can certainly relate to that. I know many of you can. That there, we're the fool, right? In the tarot, we're the fool. We're the ingenue. We're the pure of spirit. We're releasing the old. We're releasing the old labels and scripts and identities and stories so as to begin anew. Because the promise, the ideal, the new train, well, it's the deliverance of this. It's the deliverance of the promise. It's the deliverance of the ideal. It's, it is, they're saying, it is the crossing of the great Rubicon. Because once we cross it, once we cross over, once we cross it, we've, we've exceeded the old way. It's no longer. Um, let me come into Ann here. Just making a comment. Uh, thank you for addressing my question about waiting for more and better. Do you have any specific rituals to do? There is, uh, at this point, at this time, um, anything to do with rose oil, rose water, rose water. So anything where you can take a bath or you have rose oil or the, the scent of roses, having them around you. Um, pink, especially. Um, pink is healing. White is purity. Um, yellow, radiance, renewal. So whatever speaks to you, but rose oil, roses, very important at this time for healing, for the, for the healing of the soul, healing of the mind, spirit, body. So that would be one. Um, there's also, there's an awakening element. So anything that has to do with 
orange blossom. Anything where you have citrus, orange blossom, so pumplemousse, grapefruit, um, anything in the citrus family, limes, lemons, this citrus, but but more so orange and and grapefruit are really great. Um, again, the smell of them, it's great for renewal. It's great for invigoration, um, these types of things. So you can see one, healing. The rose is healing. The citrus, the orange blossom, the, the pumplemousse, the grapefruit, these are invigorating. They're enlivening. And you can see, you know, endings, beginnings, these things. And then with the gardenia, the gardenia is all about protection. So anything that has the beauty of these, um, so magnolia, uh, gardenia. So we're having these flower essences. They're giving me the flower essences at this time, and they're associated then too with scent, with water. Um, so this is a beautiful time for renewal and stillness. Sit with your thoughts, don't become them. Reflect on them and then allow, so whether you're working with the rose or with roses, whether you're working with the citrus, whether you're working with the gardenia, the magnolia, once you've sat with your thoughts, your emotions, your thoughts, allow then your stillness to receive, your soul to speak, to awaken the magic within, because that's going to then move you. You're going to be on a very firm foundation for launching into this new year, for launching into your new, because you're over on the new train. You got your golden ticket. You're on time to the party. You're there. You're present. Um, and so, and Anne was saying, I heard, um, I heard that one should write down on separate pieces of paper one's intentions and burn them. Any sense to that? One of the things that I do, I don't, um, I don't burn, I don't write down and burn the intentions. I write down and burn what I'm releasing. Um, and there's something about the fact that. Um, that with the, the burn, the fire, you're releasing, you're incinerating, releasing that which you are letting go of. With intentions, what I like to do, again, bodies of water, something to do with is each flower petal, is each rose petal, is each an intention, and I place it in a body of water that carries it, that delivers it. It's that type of thing. And so I use water for the purity of intentions, and I use fire for the releasing of the old, for the release of what I'm transmuting. Um, and that's what I would suggest. Um, Brigitte is saying, get two candles and write on one. All that is to let go and write on the other, new intentions, seeds and light together, and let them burn in balance. Beautiful. Another beautiful, beautiful clear glass. You can get the, the markers that write on glass. Um, and this has been true, uh, proven too as well. Um, I believe his name is Dr. Emoto out of, from Japan. He took water that was tested that was in essence um, contaminated and placed it in a clear container and wrote all beautiful positive words, love, hope, faith, peace, all of these things, took clean water non-contaminated water and wrote negative words on it and tested them after the contaminated water became pure the the and the uncontaminated water became contaminated that's a beautiful example Brigitte of placing two candles side by side everything you're releasing everything you're you're wishing to bring in and I love 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 the part about and that you burn them simultaneously together. Because endings and beginnings, death and rebirth, this transition, this baton, this changing trains, crossing the platform. Beautiful, beautiful analogies. Um, Ain is saying, ooh, I like the idea of releasing. That actually makes more sense to me. So just to sum up, everyone, I'm mindful of the time. I'm wishing you a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful holiday. These energies are really, truly um, magnificent, beneficial. It's not, your, um, it's not your normal customary end of year. 
Yes, it cycles. Yes, this has happened for millennia. Um, but they're talking about crossing the Great Rubicon, the Milky Way, exceeding, as I bring up this image again, of this beautiful fairy tale-esque image, the big tent, the hot air balloons, the exceeding. We have had this image of the movie Up, the Disney movie Up, the magnificent, imagine all of those balloons are acorns. And there's home, this homecoming, this deliverance to a new place, a new way of being. This, and with because the radiance of what's on offer, here are the sunflowers again, this radiance, this joy. And that's what we've got. And so having all you need, all you desire, step into the unknown, into the beyond. 122122, this winter solstice, this Capricorn new moon, this moment is a portal that moves you onward. It moves you forward. It has to do with evolution, destiny, and deliverance. Awaken to the magic within. It's a spiral. It's DNA. It's the God code. And it's the missing link. And that is going to get activated and turned on. And when it does, Allow it to permeate your being. Why? Because you sense a change is going to come. Thank you all so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful holiday. I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday on the 28th, uh, the day that Mercury goes retrograde, for the final show of the year. And we launch into 2023, this magnificent seven-year be well, be safe, be gentle and kind with yourselves. And thank you so much for joining us all. I love you. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.